0: Hey, man, hello, and welcome to Relaxed Mouth. So this week we're going to be talking about your band of brothers. Do you have a band of brothers? If not, why not? And the importance of why you need to find those guys who you can call at 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm Hey man, hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail. So this week we're going to be talking about the need for a band of brothers. This is your tight knit group of friends that you have who you can tell, you know, your secrets and your, your hopes and your dreams and your fears to without, you know, any type of retribution. Yeah, you're going to have a little ribbing here and there and give you a little bit of a hard time for stuff, but it's all out, done out of love and respect. And that is something sadly a lot of men are missing these days, and that's what we're going to be talking about. Why you need a band of brothers? Why you need a group of people that you can call? Do you have a three AM list, or what are those men that you can call at three o'clock in the morning when you have the uh, a serious case of uh, of 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 trouble? But before we actually get started with that, um, I've been watching guys that y'all have been doing. Uh, that the, the stats have been doing a slow and gentle up and to the right, uh, direction. And that is precisely the direction that I want this show to go. We're getting more and more people to listen. And I want to t- say, uh, give a personal thank you right here at the beginning for all those new listeners, the new guys who are jumping in and listening and been told to by their band of brothers that, uh, you need to hear this show. And it's, it's doing great. I know that we're, the message is slowly getting out there and, and men are starting to, to hear them that there's this show called the relaxed male and how they can actually become, stop being so stressed out and how they feel like their life is out of control, how they can actually get their lives to be in control and for them to be able to pursue the hopes, dreams, aspirations, passions of their life and still be able to spend time with their family, with their friends and to do the things they want to do to fulfill themselves. These are all things that are possible that, uh, sadly, a lot of society has not been completely honest with and has gotten the wrong types of mindsets. Every week, I, uh, I like to do a question of the week. And... If you have a, if you're curious about uh, or want to send a question over for me to answer, you can do so in two different ways. You can go to relaxmail.com forward slash contact and there you can actually fill out the form down at the bottom and send it to me. I'll get it directly and I can answer the question and I'll actually also answer it here on the show. If you don't want to uh, go through that fashion, you just want to type out a quick email and send it my way. You can also do that by, uh, shooting it over to brian with a y at relaxedmail.com. Both of those will come to me. I can then go off, read them, and give you an answer. And with that, uh, also share that question and the answer with uh, the rest of the group, and hopefully they can also learn from uh, from the question. If I don't end up having a question come in, and sometimes it doesn't, I don't get anything, that's when i turn over to uh, Cora, and there's always questions there, so I like answer a question there that I think would also benefit y'all. This week uh, was is a Cora question, and it is, what is the best way to become a good father to a teenager you just met? So with the fact that he's saying the question asker, and this time I know it's a guy. Uh, it actually was asked by James Evans. The fact that he said a good father, I have a firm belief that, um, he's talking about a stepson, but I mean, it could be anybody. It could be one of the kids in his, in his town who's lives on rough, rougher side of town has got a single mom who is doing her just trying to make sure that the kids are staying fed. But he knows that this boy is needing a father figure in his life. And so maybe that's what he's going after. Don't know entirely, but you know, I'm, I'm just kind of going off. Either way, there are two parts that answer and they're similar, but they're different in a couple different ways. But if it was, say he's just gotten, uh, starting to date a girl, she's got a teenager for, uh, uh, teenager as a kid and he's trying, he knows they're fixing the, he's fixing to pop the question. And so how does he become a father to a teenager? So if it's like a stepson, stepdaughter, stepkid, however you want to look at it is first off, he ha the guy has to understand that being the guy being James has got to understand that this kid's going to be a stepson. He's gone through his whole life, not knowing anything about you. So there's not a bond there to where you can be the disciplinarian. So take the thought and voice the, and he needs to communicate this with his fiance or new wife, either or, and say, you know what, I am not the boy's father, I am not the boy's mother, I am not a direct blood relative to this child, so I am not the disciplinarian. You're going to have to do the disciplinarian work. And hopefully they had this discussion before they got married because some moms may not want to be the disciplinarian. They don't want to be seen as the bad guy. They would rather the dad do the hard work and, and be the bad guy and be the disciplinarian. You can't do that. The more you try to push and more you try to become the disciplinarian for, uh, for this boy or girl, uh, whatever, the more that child's going to rebel and not do, and do everything opposite as to what this stranger in the house. And that's what, exactly what he is. He's a stranger coming in, invading into their house. He's going to go with the opposite. He's, there's not going to be a, a bond built. So how does he become a father? Well, he's not going to be a father. That's flat out, uh, the base answer. You're not going to be a father, James. You're going to end up being a mentor. You're going to be a friend. That's all really all you can be for a teenager. And actually, that's what you want to be for, for, you know, a even Parents of bio, with their biological children, when they hit teenage years, you're trying to be the parent doesn't work. You have to actually learn to transition yourself out of parenthood into mentorship and being a mentor to the to the the kid and being a being a parent. That's where a lot of the rebellion actually comes from. So, is he able to be an influence and for for the standard? Well, yeah, but it's the. Being a mentor means that you have to let the child fail. You have to let the child bust their nose. Uh, they're going to have to struggle. They're going to have to get messy. They're going to have to – it's going to have to get ugly. The way you get to them is to seek first to understand – Make sure that you are understanding what they're talking about and let them actually ask the question, well, what do you think or how would you pose this? You know, ask them for your advice. But before they ever get to that point, there's going to be a lot of times where you are just listening to them talk. And it may be about mundane things. It may be stuff that you're really good at. And it may be stuff that they they have more idea of than what you are, than what you have. You have to include them in your life. And to build that, that trust, that level of trust up. So, you know, you want to take them out camping. You want to go on hikes. You want to go bike ride. You want to take them out to do, to do different things. But to be a parent, you're not going to work. It's not going to happen. But if you do that type of stuff and you are there to just be with them and to help them and help guide them, you're going to actually have a better bond than uh, someone who's sitting there trying to lord over them and someone who's just trying to to parent them when they're 18 or, you know. 15, 16 years old, and they're looking at you like, dude, you've only been here for six months. You you have no grounds of being able to try to ground me from anything. And they will fight back, and they will push back. And that's where a lot of the rebellion and and stuff comes from because they are wanting direction, but they aren't want to be directed. They want to be able to ch- make their own choices. They realize – the teenagers at that time realize – they have their own autonomy. Yeah, they're still very self-centric. It's still all about them, but they also realize they have autonomy. And when you tell them no, well, they're going to do the opposite just because they have the ability to. For for a step kid, you want to make sure that you are just mentoring. Now, if it's, this is just a, a boy in the neighborhood and you're wanting to be the father figure for that particular boy, well, you can do that too. And a lot of it is the exact same as the, uh, as a stepson. Biggest difference though is you want to make sure that you get a single mom on board. You want to make sure that they understand that you're wanting to just be there, be a good positive influence for the uh, for the boy to see if you can, you know, convince them from not joining up with a uh, with a with a gang or, or just spending all night out t- sneaking out and getting into trouble. To show them that doing the the moral thing is actually got a better Ramifications than doing what everybody else in the neighborhood is doing. I'm not saying that everybody in the neighborhood is immoral, just especially when you have a bunch of boys together with no, uh, with no adult direction, they're going to, that's where a lot of the misconceptions of what, uh, of what toxic masculinity actually comes from. They see a bunch of guys who have never grown up with a dad in the house, uh, and they're trying to figure out what they, what they're supposed to do. And since they have no direction in their life, they, they do what is wrong. they are out for just pleasure in life and don't realize the the sanctity of of a good solid relationship. They don't recognize the the benefits of living a a life that has discipline in it so but to be able to really get that enforced, you want to make sure mom is in uh is involved. She's okay. she's giving her thumbs up with it, and that you're- c- uh communicating with mom all the time also. Because if not, it's, you're going to, you're going to be fighting mom off because she's going to think you're up to no good. You're trying to do something, uh, something that is wrong. And that way, if you at least communicate with her and share with her what you're doing, why your purpose of why you're targeting your son or her son for, uh, for activities, go camping and things like that, she'll at least understand more and will be more willing to to let those go and encourage the fact that to have her go with this guy uh to to church and go with this guy to you know a- around town maybe they're going to go to a soup kitchen you know things like that there's a lot that you can do and you can ha- there's a lot of opportunities for a man to be able to mentor a a teenager especially one that doesn't have a son or doesn't have a dad and or one that is just come into your house or you have invaded their house. With that, go ahead and uh, wrap up the uh, question of the week by mentioning that the question of the week is brought to you by Brotherhood of Men. Brotherhood of Men is a men's group that I've put together that helps men become the best man possible. Becomes the the man that they imagine themselves to be. Where they are successful, they are they have that ha- that happy family. They are fearless in their action taking. The brotherhood of men can actually help you with that. It's if you, a lot of times us men we don't have someplace to turn and we are trying to figure stuff out by ourselves. We feel like we're alone. We're doing it by our by our lonesomes. We're making steps, but they are some really tough, strenuous steps. And instead you can actually have, get that, that project rolling a lot faster with the help of the rest of the guys in your team. And that, that team is the brotherhood of men. We have usually have four different meetings, couple in the morning, couple in the evening. And uh, that way it fits in it with a time that you may be better for you. Maybe you're, you're. You've got a little bit of time in the morning where you can actually talk for about an hour, an hour and a half. And then there's, or maybe it's in the evenings that worked best for you because you just get home and, and you've got a little bit of time to talk after, after the, uh, the meal's been eaten. So we've got uh, some different times available. If you're interested, go to rela- uh, relaxedmail.com forward slash brotherhood. And there you'll actually be able to fill out an application. And I'll give you a call. We'll talk it out and see where it is you best fit with the brotherhood of men. Now let's jump on over to the main topic, and that is men and their band of brothers. On average, most men have usually one really good friend, one person that is inside that inner circle, that the really close friends, the one they share their thoughts, hopes, dreams, frustrations with. And then from there, you may have a group of guys who, you know, you work with, you know, they, you talk with them, you joke with them, you like to see them when out and about town and all, but you're not really going to share with them the fact that you're trying to do a, uh, trying to start your own business. You're not going to talk to them about the the things in your life that are scaring you. And from there... You've got other rings, you know, you've got, uh, your neighbor Joe, who's down at the end of the street, who you see from time to time, and you wave at when you're out in Mount Town, but you really don't know anything about him other than he's married and has two kids. I think you think they're the daughters, maybe 12 and his name, Jessica and the son is eight and, uh, you, you call him hellion because he just runs crazy all over the place. That may be all you know. And from out and out and out and out. So where each person has a little less trust, a little less uh, knowledge. You have a little less knowledge about each person. The topic that I wanted to focus in on, on is that inner circle, that close circle. Not your families per se, but the people who you deem your closest of close friend. And those are your band of brothers. And sadly... Most men have one, maybe two, maybe up towards the three, but instead of having a group of like 15, 20 guys who all group come together and they all talk, maybe they go on a hunting trip once a year and they, uh, while they're, they're talking about what they're aiming at, what their goals are, what they're working on trying to do. You may hear from one or one or two of them every, every week or so just touching base and seeing what's going on and, and communicating and encouraging and, and, these are things that are highly needed, highly important for a man to be successful. Um, I found it really interesting. The reason why I brought this topic up is because I found out that my son, Jaden, actually is already com- doing this. He has started working on getting his a, – a dedicated set of – Uh, of friends who he meets with on a regular basis and they actually have their own little mastermind group that they have come together it's him and like two three other friends but they're always trying and the other friends have somebody who they may want to bring into the inner circle they are are doing that they're they bring in someone may come in for a little bit and, and and quickly weed themselves out and so he's he's Meeting with his friends he's they're doing living life together on a very regular basis. They're talking about what they're aiming at doing and what their problems and hang ups and roadblocks and and all the problems of life that come about. They're talking about those with each other and that's something that uh we need to do and a lot of men though sadly don't um like I said, we don't have a uh, have a a, a list a uh, or a very large list of our three a m people I know i personally don't i'm trying to i'm growing that uh as often as i can but right now i've got i think I've, I know two, but there's a good chance I've got three people that I can actually count on. I call them at three o'clock in the morning and say, man, I have got a problem here. I've got some trouble. I'm, you know, I'm 50 miles away from home and the car just, just died. It's, it's dead. All four wheels went in four different directions all at once. It's the weirdest darn thing. I'm not able to get anywhere. Uh, uh, They say the, the, the engine just teleported itself out of the hood, and, um, you know, the car's falling apart. It's no no longer running. Can you come over and pick me up? There's very few people who you could actually do that to. But those are people, if you have those types of friends, those are your priceless friends. Those are the ones that are on your inner circle. You know you can trust them. And that's one of the most important things about why you want to have a, a brotherhood of, uh, of men, a, a, you know, your band of brothers. Because there's going to be times that you need somebody that you can trust and to turn to and to voice problems to live life with now in today's uh society there's actually we actually have a big problem with a thing that's called the MGTOW movement or men going their own way and it's like well that's not what's wrong with that so they're just they're shunning you know side. they're not going to deal with you know girl, the drama of having a girlfriend or whatever well they're That may be some of it, but they're shutting other people out because they really don't want to have to worry about being held accountable for what their failures are. And they're making themselves even – they're amplifying the pain that they're actually feeling. They want to know why, you know, no one listens to them and no one does this. And it's just a really victimhood victimhood mindset that causes these guys to go, Never mind, I'm just going to do it on my own. I'm going my own way. That's the same as going, well, fine, I'm going to take my toys and go home. It doesn't fix the problem. It exacerbates the problem. And sadly, a lot of guys think that that's the right way to go. And they're going to find out in tw- 10, 20 years down the road, all of a sudden they have no friends and they really are in a dark place in their life. And they really need someone to help, need someone to, to help them out and figure out what's going on in the world. And no one's going to be there to help them because they never took the time to invest in their, in other people's friendships. But you see, no man. Is an island. We are, we may be very introverted. There may be several of us who we live by the, we identify ourselves as introverts. It's like, hi, I'm Brian. I'm an introvert and others may be very extroverted. They don't, you know, you would never hear about it, but you know, they're always around people. They've always got to be congregating and sharing and talking and, 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 you know, running circles around people and they're being around the group of people. But those introverts, they, even though they claim to be an introvert, they need people in their lives too that's why so many people um wind up wondering why they don't have any friends well that's because you're spending all your time alone well i'm an introvert no no you are using the word introvert as a means to as an excuse to, as to why you don't have to try to go out and find find a friend make a friend and friend making friends is not easy I understand that. I've been on a on a quest to make more friends for three, four years. I had a really good friend that uh uh about ten years ago. He uh we ended up having a bit of a falling out. And after he moved back to uh his hometown and left uh left the Elk City area, I was stuck here, uh, you know, with uh, I knew guys at work, but there wasn't anybody who I was like gonna bite over for a barbecue and have some beers with and, and talk life about with. And it really got me realizing that, dude. You've got to have friends. How do you make friends? Oh, gee whiz! You you've got to get out of your comfort zone. You got to get into other people's spaces. You've got to take the time to go and and do the hard work of saying, "Hey, dude, how you doing?" Hey, call them up. Well, they haven't called me in in two weeks. Well, that probably means that you need to call them. You know, there are all these things that you have to do to be in a friend. That yeah, it can be kind of messy. You might even step on their toes from time to time, but that's part of learning about a relationship. You to be a a brother to a, to a person, you have to invade their space and they have to invade your space and you accept them as in that uh, in that cohabitation area and when you start working on helping these start asking the other guys that are in your group hey how do you do this or how do you do that and they start giving you answers and you start applying those answers into your, into your life all of a sudden you start seeing, hey this guy has got some really good information and I can trust him he said that he's going to do this and guess what every time he said he's going to do something he's gone through and he's done it these guys this guy is a really cool dude i like this guy and so you want to make sure that you do the effort you have to invest in another person before they will, are willing to invest in you somebody has to as i tell my kids whenever they're they were younger well he's doing this to me it's like well be the adult and stop doing whatever it is he's doing and you take away his power but when it comes to well so-and-so's uh never calls me well maybe In the, uh, without talking to each other, y'all decided I'm going to be the one who reaches out all the time. You're going to, and you'll be the one who always follows along. If you've never talked about it, and that may be something you need to talk about. If you're tired of having to call your friend every other week and would like for them to call, then that's something you have to work out. You have to work life with. And that's part of being band of brothers. You under, you get to understand. You get around to where you're sitting down and it's like, Hey, it's uh, Friday evening. I'm going to grab a glass of, my favorite scotch and he's bringing over his glass of rum and we're going to sit down and we're going to have a discussion over, you know, where we're at in life. And it's not that you're going to go off and get yourself drunk or anything. It's just, you're going to talk with each other and you're going to learn off of each other. And that's what bands of brothers do. We, we all come together and we help and support and masterminds do a lot of that too. When you become join a uh, join with a men's group, You're joining in to people with the intention of becoming their friends because you're going to start trusting them and they're going to start trusting you. One of the great things about a a men's group is that you get an instant set of like 12 friends that you're able to that you can turn to and you can call them up and go, hey, dude, I know you're busy and I'm just got five minutes to, to spare. Can you answer this question? And hey, yeah, dude, I got that. And you can answer and they don't mind helping you out with your problems and your problem. You don't mind helping them out with their problems. So to help, help each other out. You're, that's what you're all are doing. Y'all are all getting together. A band of brothers is getting together and they're all rowing the boat in the same direction. We're all going to become great. We're all going to become healthy. We're all going to be, have great marriages. We're all going to have, you know, we're going to be pillars in our community. We're going, you know, all these things that men want in their life, they're able to achieve with the help of their friends. There's a great, uh, saying that I've always, I've taught, beat my kids over the head with show me your friends and I'll show you your future. That line fits with what a band of brothers is. If you are with a bunch of guys who are just lounging around, they play, they they do nothing with their life other than sitting around and complain about what they can or can't do. Well, guess what? You're going to be one of those people who sits around and complains about what they can't do. If you take the time and actually work on uh, finding somebody who is driven and is wanting to become better and is wanting to become successful and um, acquire a, a large amount of wealth. You're going to want to a lot of those aspects too. Um, who is Jim Rohn? Uh, said something similar, and a lot of people know his phrase that some his uh, quote a lot better. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Who do you want to spend the most time with? Those people are important, and that's why brotherhoods are important. And Brotherhood of Men is a men's group. And yeah, I do charge for it because I want to make sure that the men who join have skin in the game and they actually are that committed that they want to make sure that they are going to become successful. I don't want someone who just kind of comes in and goes, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll take that. That's a kind of good idea. All right. I may do that. I don't want them to be committed. I want them when they hear something from one of the guys who they know, they trust those guys are got as much skin in the game as the other, as the new guy that when that happens, they become, they take that information and they run with it and they start applying it. And all of a sudden they are, you know, miles down the road of anybody else in their, in their community, because the, the people in the community are just kind of sitting around, going, "Oh, yay, bobcats!" Or, "Yay, we're going to beat the, the the elks!" And yeah, well, all right. And you can do that. You can blow everybody out of the water. That you can be somebody who the rest of the town that you're in may not ever have a clue as to what you're what you're about. But if you have that band of brothers who you talk with day in on a regular basis, when I say regular, you know. Once a week, if not more, you have that type of people in your life. You're going to succeed. You're going to rock it up to to the levels of success that you dreamt, and then you're going to just continue to sail right on past. You're going to you're going to make it to heights you never even thought were even possible, and you were even going to be capable of doing. Except the fact that you, every week you meet, once a year, you and your band of brothers, y'all go out to a hunting lodge and y'all just sit around and y'all talk about life and you live life together. You need those men in your life. You, and you can find those men if you look, if you take the time, you take the effort, you are willing to get yourself out of that discomfort and make it to, uh, make it over to Someplace, uh, to a level that you didn't think possible. All of a sudden you've realized your life is full of happiness and you're full of, of camaraderie because you've got this community that you've built up around you. You've got this community of men who are strong and 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 righteous and noble men, then they're all willing to do the work to help make sure that you are just right there with them. And if you are interested in joining up with the Brotherhood of Men, I'm going to just, I'm turning this into a commercial slightly, but but that's absolutely okay. Then please feel free to go to Reich's uh, mail dot com forward slash brotherhood. That's all I'm going to say about that. So guys, I'm going to wrap this up. I thank you. Wow. Got myself a little, little, uh, little pumped up with that one. Uh, Cause I do, I see men struggle so much with friends, uh, with having friends, having enough friends, having the good type of friends. And yeah, it hurts if you exclude other people. But at the same time, if you exclude somebody going, dude, I've really, I've got this group of guys who, and they're really trying some stuff and I'm really, uh, committed into making sure that, uh, we all succeed, you know? You're going to have those other people, they're either going to scoff at it and they're going to run, turn away from it because that's going to show, to, you're showing to them the lack of motivation in their lives, or you're going to get them interested enough to go, Hey, can I, can I be a part of your group? And they may want to, all of a sudden you might be able to bring a friend along, but then you may all, you're going to also going to leave friends behind. And that's sad. That could be a horrible thing, but that's, that's life. You're going to have friends who come into your life. You're going to have friends that come out of your life. And until you actually are taking the time to pay attention to who those friends are and you start embracing those friends, you're going to have you're going to have problems. Um, and so if you want to become successful and you want to become motivated and and stuff, you've got to work fine and cultivate that band of brothers, those people who are within your inner circle. Build up a nice long 3 a.m. list. So that if you have a problem, you um, some the fit hit the shan at three o'clock in the morning, you can call one of them up and go, John, uh, you got you got some time. I'm sorry to call you, man. I know it's it's three o'clock in the morning here. I've got a problem. I need to need some help. Talk me off this ledge. You know, all this stuff. You need those types of friends who are willing to say, hey, dude, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get my glasses on so I can see without see that I don't bark my my shin on the coffee table. They will be there to live life with you and they will celebrate those wins with you. And they will celebrate, they will mourn those losses with you. So all right. I said I was gonna leave and get wrap it up. So let's do this. Guys, if there was anything that was said in this show, I would ask you to just take the time to share this show out with your friends. Think of somebody in particular, shoot it to them as an, as a, uh, text message. If you find, know of a, uh, a Facebook group that would really like this, maybe you, the, you talk to the moderator and go, Hey, dude, can I, uh, post this over here for you? Uh, this, uh, this post about it. Cause some of them, you know, kind of iffy about, uh, about tech, uh, uh, URLs, but share this out with your friends, your family, your followers on social media, share it with those who you think would actually work. Let's get the message of relaxed mail out. If you want to take a step further, then you can go over to relaxmail.com forward slash pod chaser. And that will actually give you a, uh, uh, give you a chance to leave a rating review over at, uh, over at podchaser.com and help uh, just kind of gives a little bit of social credit as to, hey, this guy has actually got some good information being shared. If you are an Apple podcast uh, user, you can go to Apple podcasts uh, app and, and leave a rating review there. That's also greatly appreciated. It would help out. And uh with that, guys, y'all take care Call your, call up your, your band of brothers from time to time. If you haven't heard from them in a while, give them a call. Say, dude, this is important. I just, I haven't talked to you and I wanted to say that you're, you're being thought of and you're important and let them know that you are still there. Start. If you haven't talked to someone in a long while and you think they're a good member, a reliable member for being in a band of brothers then do it. Give them a call. Let them know that you are being thought of and start doing the work of bringing them back into your life. And with that, if you have any uh, comments, questions, or concerns, anything like that, please shoot an email over at Brian at relaxedmail.com And I will let you know on, uh, let you know, what that uh what my thoughts and stuff are we can have an open discussion we also have the comments open on each of the uh uh the podcast uh posts available over relaxmail.com you can uh go in listen comment on uh on each uh show and uh, put your views down i don't throw a fit about somebody who puts down something negative about a comment or about a About a post because I mean, not everybody's going to agree with everything, and I'm okay with that. So, guys, with that, I'm going to let you go. Thanks a lot for listening. We'll talk to you here a bit later. So, till then, bye.